Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Craig Thrasher, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick International SMID Portfolio. Craig, thanks as always for the time today. Craig, in the U.S., we noticed that equities, especially in the smaller cap range, were led predominantly by low-quality, high-leverage, low-to-negative ROE, and just characteristics that tend to be associated with more of a junk rally. Were you seeing a similar trend in the international small-cap marketplace? No, I would say um, that pattern that you referenced was quite pronounced following the vaccine announcement uh, back in November of last year. Throughout the first quarter of this year, we did see that that pattern where smaller market cap lower quality and and highly leveraged businesses outperformed. But since the end of the first quarter, things have been much more mixed. Um, And specifically in the third quarter, we actually saw a little bit of a reversal of that where the more highly leveraged money losing companies underperformed the benchmark. So our, our, our interpretation of that is it seems like Investor sentiment has changed a little bit where uh, earlier in the year we saw what could be called, say, un- unbridled enthusiasm on the part of investors. And and now it seems like investors are considering some of the risks in the, in the market, uh, including inflation, which um, are being taken a little bit more seriously now. Craig, can you walk us through some of the key contributors to returns during the third quarter of 2021? Well, our top uh, contributor to performance for the second quarter in a row, actually, was was Headhunter. And Headhunter operates the leading online job portal in Russia. And if we look at the fundamentals of the company, it continues to fundamentally outpace expectations and all the key performance metrics that we look at. And we think up until recently that this is a company that hasn't been very well understood by the market. It's it's a, It's been a relatively small company and not a lot of liquidity. And, and in, in recent quarters, that's changed a little bit. The company has gotten a little bit bigger, a little bit more liquid. And, and we think that that's led to um, a better understanding maybe of the competitive strengths of, of Headhunter's competitive position. People are paying a little bit more attention to it. And and giving them credit for the strong business model that we think it has. Um, And so in addition to the strong earnings growth that we've seen uh, in recent quarters and years, we're also seeing multiple expansion for the business. So those two together have led to really strong performance. Uh, Another contributor to performance in the second quarter was a company called Redbubble, which is listed in Australia. And Redbubble operates a global marketplace that connects independent designers and artists with consumers. And earlier this year, the company announced a, a new midterm plan that uh, included some investments that that they hope will improve the marketplace over the long term. But in the short term, the result of that is that there's going to be lower margins and, and the shares reacted quite negatively to that. Investors don't like to hear about declining margins, but we do think that that is the right thing for the company to do to invest in the long term growth of the business. Um, so again, that that was earlier in the first quarter of this year, the shares um, declined substantially. And, and recently, the company announced their full year results. Uh, and, and I guess investor pessimism on that front was maybe a little bit overdone. And, and maybe we saw a little bit of a relief rally um, where the results weren't quite as bad as people had feared. Uh, in addition to that, we saw a couple of positive sell side reports um, that uh, boosted the share price somewhat substantially uh, subsequent to those reports. Other contributors to performance in the in the third quarter, positive contributors were Alton, FDM Group, and Voltronic Power Technology. Can you also walk us through some of the key detractors to the portfolio that impact your returns during the third quarter of 2021? 
our largest attractor uh, in the third quarter was a company called New Work. Uh, New Work is listed in Germany, and they operate a company called Zing, which is the largest career-oriented social networking platform in the German-speaking market. You could think of it similar to LinkedIn, but they're larger than LinkedIn in the German-speaking market. Um, and, and the company operates using a subscription model that leads to relatively consistent revenues and earnings over time, and that's what we've seen over the last 12 months. Um, so the, the earnings results have been within our expectations, and, and subsequent to the, the, the earnings announcement in the third quarter, the stock actually increased um, in, in the days following the, the earnings announcement. And in recent months, we haven't seen any other news about the company yet. The stock has sold off, which is led, you know, it's a little bit surprising to us. And, and we do think that this sell-off has presented a, a fairly attractive valuation for new work at the, at the current price. So um, we don't see any, any fundamental issues there. Another detractor during the third quarter was a company called Hopor, which is listed in Singapore. And Hopar's largest asset is another is, a, is an investment in another listed company, which is a large Singapore uh, bank. And the shares of that bank were actually relatively flat during the third quarter. So again, we're a little surprised by the recent weakness in the share price of, of Hopar, but we definitely don't think that there's anything uh, in terms of fundamental concerns related to Hopar. Other detractors during the second quarter included Sabre Insurance Group, Carry TJ Logistics, and Auto Trader. Craig, lastly, the recent news surrounding Evergrande, the commercial real estate company in China, along with news surrounding potential for mandatory powder outages, has definitely been appearing in the marketplace. How do you view this news, and is, in, is this impacting the positioning within your strategy? Yeah, the news coming out of China has certainly garnered a lot of tension in the market, and, and I would say probably for good reason. Uh, we do have the uncertainty around Evergrande, which is is obviously a huge concern in the market. Uh, but in addition to that, we've we've also seen um, defaults by other smaller property developers in China, and the Chinese government has come out and said that the fallout from from Evergrande will be controllable. Um, but that, to me, sounds sounds fairly similar to the comments that I remember hearing from uh, Federal Reserve Chairman at the time, Ben Bernanke, in 2007, when he said that the fallout from the subprime debt crisis was likely to be contained. And we saw how that uh, played out. So I don't I don't take government proclamations on this like like this too seriously. Um, I think that there is reason to be worried about the economy in China. Uh, property development has uh, pl been a significant driver of economic growth over the years, and, and there's clearly signs of stress, maybe even distress um, in, in this area in China. And so um, I, I do think that there is reason to be concerned about the economy there. As far as our portfolio goes, we only have one relatively small position in China, and it's a, the largest Baiju distiller in, in the Anhui province. And for those that aren't familiar with Baiju, it's the, the it's really the most popular spirit in China. So, you know, Baiju demand tends to be relatively inelastic. So I don't think people are going to change their consumption patterns too much. But I mean, obviously, if there's a financial crisis in China, that might lead to a short, short term decrease in, in, in demand to some extent. But really, we're long term investors. And we believe that the company can survive any near-term challenges in the, in the economy and should be able to grow for uh, the, the long term. Shouldn't be any issues as far as as far as the growth outlook for that company. And, and I should say, you know, while we do say that there's reasons to be concerned, 
I mean, I'm not making any predictions about what's going to happen in China. I'm not predicting that there's going to be a financial crisis. I just am pointing out that we do think that the market concerns are somewhat valid, um, but we'll see how it plays out. As it relates to our portfolio, though, as I said, we have one relatively small position, and the, the Chinese exposure in the benchmark is also extremely small, less than 2%. So um, in that sense, it's not really a, a major concern as it relates to the portfolio or, or, the, or the benchmark. Craig, as always, thank you very much for your time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.